Welcome to the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you manage your money better, invest wisely, retire early, and grow your wealth for you and your family and live your best life. My name is Tony Thomas, Charter Financial Planner, Pension Specialist, and Money Coach. I've advised thousands of people over the last 30 years. I'm going to share with you real life stories and everything that you need to know to build a financially secure future and a great lifestyle. If you enjoy the podcast, then feel free to subscribe and leave a review. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Tony Talks Wealth Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode where we will be looking at visualizing your future living your life of dreams and passing on your wealth successfully. Many of those who seek to change their lives and move forward find they encounter roadblocks. These roadblocks which come in the form of unnecessary fears and worries about what might happen next can stop us from reaching our potential and achieving happiness. Visualization is a powerful tool that we all use every day without realizing it. It allows us to imagine anything we desire, such as the image of our favorite celebrity or something we want to buy. And this technique can be harnessed by those who wish to visualize their future for more practical purposes too. One way in which you can begin visualizing your future is by imagining how you would like your life to look like in five years time, 10 years time and so on. Financially well-being ultimately comes from achieving financial security and independence. When you've reached a state of financial well-being, you've got to a point where you have sufficient level of income for your lifestyle needs and enough capital to give you the peace of mind and the knowledge that whatever happens, you and your family and business are fully protected. Most people have lifestyle goals that are directly related to their finances. So why is it then that some people have the ability to live the life of their dreams and pass on their wealth successfully to the next generation, but others face the prospect of selling their home or worry about health and care fees and leave behind a tax bill for their loved ones to deal with? Nobody wants that. Let's look at tangible and realistic goals. Regardless of what life stage you are at, you are likely to have some short, medium and long-term financial and lifestyle goals. Setting tangible and realistic goals, following them, tracking and reviewing your progress is the key to success in achieving them. If you are married, it may make sense for you and your spouse to both share the same financial and lifestyle goals. Otherwise, achieving them will almost be impossible. It's important to develop your financial and lifestyle plans together and review your progress together to make sure both of you are contributing to the same outcomes. Let's look at how much money you will need. While determining your short-term, mid-term and long-term financial and lifestyle goals are the first step. This may include planning for that dream holiday, buying a new property, university savings for your children or grandchildren, and retirement savings. Once you've both agreed your financial and lifestyle goals, the next step is to determine a good estimate for how much money you'll need for each of these goals. 
Determining an accurate amount will involve clearly identifying each of them. So, for example, do you want to pay for your children or grandchildren to have private education? If you are saving to pay towards your children's or grandchildren's university fees, what percentage do you want to pay? Your retirement savings needs will depend greatly on the lifestyle you plan to lead once you are retired, as well as when you plan to retire. And what savings goals should I set? It's important to prioritise each of your financial and lifestyle goals in order of importance, and then determine how long you have to save or invest for each of them. Retirement could be many years away, but your short-term goals could be in a year or two. Next, estimate how much interest or capital gains you'll expect to see from savings and investing your money. While capital gains or growth are never guaranteed, an estimated average can be used for this purpose. When you set your financial and lifestyle goals, don't just pick an ambiguous number. Look at how much you are earning, what your expenses are, and determine how much you could realistically save or invest each month. You should have both a monthly and yearly savings and investment goal and ideally they should align based on your overall total wealth solution. And do you have a sufficient emergency fund in place? It's no surprise that when life presents an emergency, it threatens your financial well-being and can cause tremendous stress. So are you currently living without a financial safety net? How would you hope to get by financially without running into a short-term crisis? And if you don't already have a rainy day fund in place, this should be the first savings goal on your list. Your emergency fund should be sufficient to cover at least six months of your outgoings. And this should include all of your living costs and the expenses of any dependents that you have. Where should you keep your emergency savings? Well, if you already have an emergency fund, how does it fit in with your goals? Being prepared with an emergency fund gives you the confidence that you can tackle any of life's unexpected events without adding money worries to your list. So do you know where your money is going? Are you tracking your expenses? If you don't know how much you spend in a month, that will seriously hinder your ability to budget. That's why tracking your expenses is so crucial. Make a budget plan you can stick to. But making a budget plan and making a budget plan you can follow are two entirely different things. This is why tracking your expenses is so important and it can inform your budgeting choices. Ask yourself, how do I cope with unexpected car problems or medical bills? Do I know where my money is going? Am I in control of my spending? Have I prepared a budget plan? Provided you stick to it, a budget plan will help you keep on top of your spending and make sure you can identify wasteful expenditure. Next, is my family protected if the unexpected were to happen to me? Another question to ask yourself. We can't predict the future. However, we can help our loved ones by planning for it. It's not just you that your financial planning has an impact on. We all intend that our plans will come good. 
but making sure that your family or your business can cope if you fall ill or were to die unexpectedly. This is something we can do quite easily and put to one side. Would my family or business find themselves unable to pay the bills if something were to happen to me? This is why it's essential that your financial and lifestyle goals are fully protected to ensure that an outstanding mortgage and any liabilities would be paid off and your family would continue to receive an ongoing income if the worst were to happen. Should an unforeseen event occur today, I am adequately protected. If not, take action now. Next, what do I need to invest for? What do I want to invest in? Another question to ask ourselves. When it comes to building an investment portfolio, you should have specific aims that reflect your risk tolerance, time horizon or asset class preferences based on your financial and lifestyle goals. Do you have any plans to buy another property or to invest in a new project or business venture? Knowing how much of a role you want to play in selecting and managing your investments can help you choose the approach that aligns with your investment goals. Your investing preference can also impact the investment products and offerings you might choose. If you feel you don't have the time or experience to monitor your portfolio, so they stay true to your original target goal, you should look to choosing fund types that take on some of that work. Ask yourself these questions. How experienced am I with investing? How much assistance do I need? And how much control do I want over my investments? Do I prefer to be in charge or do I want my investments managed for me and delegated to somebody else? Next, how can I further grow my wealth? Whatever the origins of your wealth, it now provides for even greater growth opportunities. An effective total wealth solution focuses on long-term goals while managing risk along the way. The old adage, don't put all your eggs in one basket applies when you are looking to further grow your wealth. An appropriate diversified asset mix is key to investing wisely. To further grow your wealth by investing, this involves buying financial assets such as shares, government and corporate bonds and property. The main reason for investing and taking on additional risk you wouldn't have if you kept your money in cash is in the hope of making higher returns. The aim of investing for growth is that the investments you put your money into will increase in value over time. And again, ask yourself, am I prepared to accept a higher level of risk? Have I set my investment goals based on my financial and lifestyle goals? Next, what will my children's future hold? What action do I need to take to provide my children with an independent education? The thought of paying school fees for 5, 10 or even 15 years can look like an insurmountable mountain to climb. Which school should I apply for my children? Do I want my children to board or not? Also, no matter how harmonious you may want your family life to be, some disruptions and disturbances are inevitable. When they occur, they may not only be stressful, they can also lead to financial worries and difficulties. How would my family cope financially if I were no longer around? 
have I made provision for every possibility? If your family could end up becoming financially vulnerable, you need to make provision sooner rather than later. Next, how can I support my children and parents? With longer life expectancies and people starting families later than ever, many of us can expect to become part of the sandwich generation at some point. Will I be faced with the task of caring for my elderly parents alongside my dependent children? Finding yourself squeezed between and often by these two generations can be very stressful, as well as facing time pressures, chances are your finances will become very stretched too. Do I expect to have to financially support my parents in later life? Do I have plans in place if I need to care for my parents while also trying to make financial provision for my children as they enter adulthood? Balancing the demands of raising and supporting your children and worrying about your parents' independence and well-being without planning is difficult. The trouble with being stuck in the middle is that you run the risk of neglecting your own self-care while attempting to help everyone else. It's essential to have a plan of action in place to care not only for your aging parents and your children, but for yourself too. Next, how do I talk to my grown-up children about how to handle the money they will inherit? How can I ensure the wealth will last for them and beyond? You may have accumulated wealth after many years in a successful career from the sale of a business or by receiving substantial inheritance yourself. But when children inherit wealth, it can pose plenty of questions, in particular around how they should best invest, manage and preserve their assets. This is also a common concern that children who inherit wealth lose their motivation if they are aware of the scope of their family's wealth and a likely inheritance. While access to and knowledge of this wealth can be a positive thing, there's also the risk that the security provided by the money might lead to complacency and entitlement. Do I have concerns about how best to prepare my children for their inheritance? Are my children prepared to receive such wealth? Have I had an honest conversation with them about money before they inherit these assets? Next question to ask ourselves is, do I have the right plans in place to retire when I want? What shall I be saving for retirement to live the life I want? Do I know my exact number? The reality is that there are countless factors that will impact on how much you will need in retirement. Therefore, determining your target goal for retirement savings can be more challenging than it may seem. So what is the solution? Instead of thinking of your retirement savings goals as one big number, look at breaking this number down in relation to your life goals. For instance, if you have an idea about where you might want to live in the future or in what type of property, that can go a long way towards long-term retirement planning. Setting a retirement goal doesn't necessarily mean sticking to one large monetary goal, but instead aim to incorporate retirement savings into your goals for today. How much money will I need to save in advance to deliver the income I want in retirement? 
how will I spend my time in retirement? And how much will my leisure and travel pursuits in retirement cost me? And the last thing to look at in this episode is time to get motivated to reach your personal and financial goals. Setting personal and financial goals makes it more likely that you will save and invest and, more importantly, achieve every financial and lifestyle goal that you set yourself. You'll be more motivated to reach each of them since you can gauge their progress and you can consider the time horizon and risk level separately for each goal and invest accordingly to ensure they form part of your overall total wealth solution. That's it for this week's episode, which I hope you found helpful. Next week, we'll be looking at income inflows and expenditure outflows. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to listen to future episodes and leave comments on the type of topics you want covered. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find links to everything that we've discussed in the show notes. And if you'd like to know more about what I do or see more great money tips to build a secure and a happy lifestyle, then you can find all of these on my website, ttwealth.co.uk, or my YouTube channel, TTWealth. If you want to work with me, then why not book a free 30-minute call to find out how? You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I also produce a bi-monthly newsletter, TTWealth News, which contains practical money tips that is free for you to download from my website. And if you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something that you've enjoyed and you think will benefit someone you know, then please do share with them. I'm sure they will appreciate it. So it's goodbye until next time. And remember, live for today, invest for tomorrow.